0: We're talking this week about your freedom as an owner or a leader. And today we're gonna talk about something that you may not have thought about, and that's your network. Someone told me a couple of days ago that they don't have a network, no network at all. And I said, nothing could be further from the truth. So we're gonna talk about why I could say that with absolute confidence and how you might leverage your network to set yourself even freer. It's possible, think about it. We're gonna talk about it in just a moment on episode 867 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned
1: for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing,
0: To help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a Thursday. I'm excited. You're excited because it's a Thursday? Thursday is a day where I get to engage and interact with a lot of people, and I like that. You're busy I'm sure uh, busy Bob he's out out and about working it all right. and all from the comfort of my home fair enough how fair about enough. you busy day for you today
1: uh I don't know it's uh, I got some lacrosse stuff okay well you small always all that stuff
0: what's that you always have lacrosse stuff right Not always the summers
1: okay. pretty busy with lacrosse
0: stuff okay all right the
1: next couple of weeks, we'll be busy. Once we get past the 4th of July.
0: that's Okay, okay and that's coming up, right? That's right around the corner. In fact, I, I need to talk to you and we can do this right here and right now. I propose we skip Monday and Tuesday. Hmm. Interesting
1: proposal. Do you want to share why?
0: I was talking to a client and talking about taking time off And they said, so I guess you're taking Monday and Tuesday off. And I said, well, my calendar is clear for Monday. I did mark that off, which is unusual. Tuesday is a holiday. I won't work Tuesday. And then they said, what about your um, thing you do in the morning? Are you doing that? And I said, well, Tom will probably want to. And they said, so you're really not off. And I said, that's a fair That's a fair point. And they said, so you're telling me to try to take some time because you have this unique opportunity for a four day weekend and you aren't doing the same yourself. So I said, well, let me talk to Tom, but you you have a point. And I think there is a point to that. I, I think the world will not end if we skip two days. I know it'll mean that our chase for a thousand episodes will have to be delayed by at least two days, but I'll sleep at night knowing that we'll get there or not. Okay. <laughs> this is this is what you get from Tom, folks. Sometimes behind the scenes, this is Tom going. I hadn't really thought about this. I, I see what you're saying, and I'm not really sure how I'm going to respond to you. But Tom likes to do it every day. He's a he really is. This is a this is a tough sell for me.
1: Well, because there is the option of recording, and at least sharing a message that day doesn't mean we're working. just means we're sharing a message.
0: But that means additional work Thursday or Friday or over the weekend.
1: Maybe. Or is it just doing work now ahead of time? It's kind of like if you prepare for presentation. Right. You do that ahead of time, right? So you, you right. spend some time. Working. I just don't
0: like the recorded mess. I don't like it when it's recorded to me. That that's that that takes away a lot of the fun. Okay. So hmm. We
1: can think about that. Oh,
0: that's not what I plan to do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, shall we get started? Because I like this topic. You do? I, I do. I'm not. I, yes, because if you said yesterday the saying the truth will set you free. I think the reality is your network will set you free. And so I really want to talk about that. This is this is something that... Uh, I think I said knowledge will set you free. I don't think I said the truth. Oh, that's right. You're right. Knowledge. I said, Correct. I think there
1: is a saying, the truth will set you free. Correct. I think I said your knowledge will set you free.
0: You're right. You're right. Fair enough. So um, do you want to do the marvelous introduction you do so well, and then we can hop right into it? Sure.
1: Well, good morning, everyone. Right. And welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each week, Bob and I create a topic. And we've had listeners share a topic that they'd like us to discuss. So if you have one of those, please feel free to share that uh, because we would like your suggestions. And uh, each weekday, we have a conversation around that topic. Today, as Bob mentioned, we're going to be talking about leveraging your network as a way to create freedom or at least get you free from being stuck. I think that was a distinction we had a conversation around yesterday, which... If you didn't catch that, you might want to go back and check that out because I think that is a valuable distinction that I think Bob was struggling with is not really feeling free, even though maybe understanding that it was stuck and that you can be free from being stuck doesn't mean you're not going to get stuck again. Uh, and so as we go through that conversation, if you have any thoughts or ideas that you would like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments. Because we know it'll add value to our show unless it's a bunch of. I don't know what that is. There's one comment that we've received that, or actually there's the same comment. looks like twice. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: trying as you're speaking, I'm trying to figure out where that is and deal with it. So keep going. You're good. It looks like it's a Facebook message. Yes. Um, it's a matter of where on Facebook.
1: Sure. And then at the conclusion of our conversation, Bob and I will each share our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success and. It may be something that people have been telling you for a while. You just haven't been able to hear it until either we or someone else shared it in a way that it it got through. Like with Bob yesterday, was able to understand how maybe he could be free without really feeling free. Anyhow, uh, and of course, if you have your one thing, please feel free to share it as well. Before we dive into the conversation, though, each morning, Bob and I share our celebrations. So,
0: Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm sorry, Tom. I totally didn't even think about that. I'm trying to deal with this issue. So, can you go first today for a moment? Wait, what? I'm trying to take care of this situation we have on Facebook. So, can you can you go first? Certainly, happy to do that. Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> it, it, because it's starting to uh, it's it's getting interesting. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Um, so my
1: celebration today is, um, as I think I maybe have shared, I'm doing this project with UMBC and their Shriver Center for Public Policy, I think is what it's called, um, oh, yeah. and public service. And so it was just, we had a, we had been doing it with this larger cohort that was really a combination of three groups. Well, yesterday morning was our first one with just the nonprofit. Students, students who are interning in nonprofit organizations and trying to learn more about nonprofit, and it was enjoyable to be with about twelve, um, some college students, some college, I think, graduates, uh, people who were just interested in public service and the nonprofit space, and having we were having conversations around organizations and really to have to really talk through. And one of the interesting things that came up was how unclear they were, and some of them had uh, been a part of nonprofits, how unclear they were about the role of the board and what, what really do those people do? You, know, you hear about the board and, and yet so few people truly understand what their role is. So we kind of went through that and talked about the value that the board provides and you know, how there sometimes can be challenges between governance and management and the board sort of sliding over into management uh, rather than staying in the lane of governance and uh, and i think that that was uh impactful for the students to hear and have a little better understanding different understanding around what a board does so it was nice to be able to share that value
0: nice nice that sounds great so uh, thank you for going first joe i think i resolved that issue so uh now i can focus fully on what we're doing and uh So I'm going to talk about uh, something that I'm celebrating, which is I met someone through a networking group. This person actually runs a national networking group, and he and I have talked a number of times. We've helped each other in various capacities, personal and professional, and he's actually doing a pitch to a group on Friday for something that he's working on, and he said, I really would like you to be involved, and here's why. And he understands my value and how I, how I interact in the world in a way that I never told him how I could do this thing to help him, but he saw it. And it, it speaks to our topic, right? The whole idea about levering your leveraging your network. He needs someone to say certain things. And he's like, you're the person who can say this because this is what you've said to me. And so rather than him saying A, B, and C, He'll say, you know, this is what I do. And then I'd like to have Bob talk about the experience he's had. And so that value to the organization he's pitching to is that I will talk as someone who's been a participant and can share that value. So there's a case where a person leveraged his network by simply saying to me, you know, we knew what I'd said. I'd said these things. He, you know, I I texted him, I emailed him, I talked to him. So he knew this wasn't a stretch. He wasn't telling me what to say. He just said, would you be comfortable talking about this? Because I think you get what I'm trying to do. And I'd love for you to explain it in your words so these people understand it. So celebration is he saw my value and understood how I could help him achieve his goals. And as a result, it gives me an opportunity to share a message I'm very comfortable in sharing. And it deepens our relationship. And had he said it himself, I don't, you know, when he when he has this meeting on Friday, if he says it himself, it won't sound as powerful as having someone who's participated. And I think that's the ability that our network gives us in terms of setting us free, being more free. I, I like to think of the networking opportunity where you're at the networking meeting and someone says, oh, Bob, what do you do? And I can tell them what I do in my words, or I can be at the event with you And you can talk to a person, then you can say to him, hey, have you met Bob over there? Cause he sounds like the kind of guy you might want to talk to. Cause I know he talks, he deals with that kind of stuff all the time. Let me walk you over and introduce you to Bob. And your endorsement of me in that situation carries so much more weight than anything I could say. And so, and I think that works in a networking meeting where you're in person. I think it works on the phone. I think it works with testimonials. I think there's a lot of opportunities where we all have a network. And the network to me is the people that believe in me. If you believe in me, it's not a far stretch for you to say, you know, I I don't fully understand what Bob's doing, but I can tell you, Bob's the kind of guy that will figure it out. I've heard him talk about his passion for this topic. This isn't like he came up with this last week. He's been talking about, oh, and my friend said this, you know, he's like, Bob's been talking about this stuff for like 20 years. That says a lot to a person versus, hey, you you know, uh, well, so I just got business cards made yesterday and uh, (laughs) I'm selling this thing. I don't really know a lot about it. That, That the ability of the people around us to, Promote us is one thing in terms of our our how we see the world. Second of all, they have a network of people that they can help us connect with, and that to me is the untapped part of this. You know, whenever whenever uh, I'll give you the best example, when someone's looking for a job, first thing I say to them, "Have you told everyone you know?" Oh no, I'm embarrassed. I don't want. No, I can't tell. I don't want to tell my family. If I tell my friends. I'm like. You know, here's the thing. You tell your family and your friends and suddenly you're going to have offers. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed. Well, you know what? You might want to get over that because those people believing you, they know you and they're the ones who will hear someone say, I'm looking for someone who does this. And they'll say, well, my cousin, Susan, I know she doesn't do exactly that, but you got to talk to my cousin, Susan, because I think she could do this for you. And that's going to carry a lot of weight. And I think it's the same with business. If so, if I refer someone to you, Tom, and say, hey, Tom, or say to the person, you got to talk to Tom. He deals with nonprofits all the time. I think he might be able to help you. That discussion you have with that person is so much freer because you're not having to go through the, I'm Tom Brush and I'm this, 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 because the person knows me and presumably the people I keep company with and the people I refer them to are high caliber people. I'd like to think people know that about me, in most
1: cases. (laughs) Interesting that you use presumably and in most cases.
0: (laughs) Just let's think it through for a second. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So does, does that make sense in terms of how it's freeing? It frees me. My network frees me from having to constantly think about who to talk to. And how to talk to them. My network can, I can call people in my network and say, hey, Tom, I don't know if you know, but in the last couple of months, I've been building out this thing. And uh, I think it might be something that works in this industry. And I know you have a lot of contacts in that industry. Who might I talk to? Or who could you connect me with? And you go, oh, Bob, that sounds really good. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. You should talk to my friend, Tim. Oh, okay, Tom, can you set that up? Yeah, let me text the two of you right now. That's the power of a network. It's not that you're going to refer me a Tim, and I'm going to call Tim, and Tim's going to say, "Oh, send me a contract right now." If Tom says you're good. I'll give you a million dollars. And I think that's one of the misnomers about leveraging our network. The other side of it is, I think a lot of people think about a network that if I refer someone, that makes me look weak. You know, I'll, I'm 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 tell, I'm telling my friends to talk to Tom, and that's really going to annoy them. I found when I refer people in my network to other people in my network, usually it strengthens their bond, but it also strengthens their bond with me because they're like, "Geez, Bob, you really do understand what I'm trying to do." Wow, you—that—that's a really great person you connected me with. You know, I think I think of a lawyer that you and I are connected with. That of the three of us, she's way like the kind of person that just, you don't get to meet that often. And the fact that we both know her says a lot about us as much as her. All right. So I've talked for uh 12 minutes, 22 seconds, I believe it's your turn. I'm going to be quiet now.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, I just think it goes back to what we were, we talked about last week, last week we were talking about I'm stuck and, you know, feeling like we didn't know anyone, <clears throat> that either could help us or that might have the skill set that we need that we're looking for and and I think it's that's what happens when you're stuck when you're stuck you're like I don't have anybody I don't have anything that I need and I have no idea where to get it cuz I just can't focus on that rather than having considered what you might need ahead of time or where you might run into some obstacles and started to identify who are some of those people or those resources that you have that could help you be free. And I think the thing is, is we don't think about it enough. And I think, as you said, we think about the people we know immediately. We don't often think about the people that they know. And, you know, and I think that's the unfortunate thing is, is really leveraging your, your network is not just about who, the resources of the people you know is the resources, the people that all of them know as well. And where in that might they be able to find to provide you with the person that you need? You know, if you're newer to an area or you just bought a house or a condo and something goes on and you're like, geez, I never had to think about a plumber or an electrician or something like that before because... I was renting or whatever, and somebody else was taking care of it. I don't really know anyone. Well, and you could feel stuck with that. It's like, I don't know what to do. I guess I just pull out the phone book and call any old person. Rather than pulling out your network and saying, hey, I'm looking for this. Does anyone know someone who could come in and do the job and that I could sort of get through the no look, and trust a lot quicker than I might just by using the phone book? And trying to call and figure out who might be the person. what? Use the what? The phone book.
0: What's that? There's an online phone book. Oh wait, I remember the phone book. It's the thing you sit on when you're not tall enough to reach the dinner table.
1: Maybe. And yet, you can. I mean, really, isn't isn't the phone book a Google search? Is there anything different?
0: I think there's a lot of differences because. When you do a Google search, you tend to get exactly what you want. When you looked at the link no, book, you would often see things that you weren't expecting to see.
1: Oh, so when you've done a Google search, you get exactly what you're looking for. Always.
0: Not always.
1: And there's never an ad or anything else that might be where you thought your information would be.
0: No, never.
1: Or a link that is really a sponsored link to something that has nothing to do with what you're looking for rather than the link or
0: something i looked at three days ago that it's still tracking
1: (laughs) yes so they're a lot like the phone book i think okay fair very similar you can get access to phone numbers of people who do the things that you might be considering that you need it's fair and so i think that's the thing is that and it to me is when we finally get free and start to understand that oh there is i do have a strategy and a system of where i could find what I, the people that I need without having to just do a random Google search. I think we start to understand the freedom that we have and that truly, why do we ever do Google searches for things or services that we need rather than doing, for example, a LinkedIn search of who do I know who knows people and who know people that I might be looking for and then reach out to the people I know who can give me feedback that I can leverage to then figure out how to make choices rather than, okay, some reason Google put these electricians in this order, not sure why, maybe maybe they are um, more effective than others and maybe not, yet I'll just keep calling and trying and likely that's just gonna get me stuck but I got a, a lot of names but not a lot of information and everybody's saying how they can fix the
0: issue for the record, Google, that's Tom, not Bob, and I'm happy to say nice things about you if you want to sponsor our programs. <laughs> They're big enough. They can handle a little feedback. I'd love to have Google as a sponsor. Can you imagine today's antidote is sponsored by Google?
1: I, I i don't know. I think if they were a sponsor, they might be a little controlling. I don't know. Maybe. You could reach out to the, you could reach out to your network and see if you can know anybody at Google who might
0: want to sponsor. And that would be the way I would go about it, honestly, because if I just dialed one eight hundred Google or whatever it is, I don't think I would get very much of a result. I think I'd be caller number four hundred and fifty three on their queue. If you could even get a phone number for Google, however, if I did want to go to Google, if I did want to talk about them advertising our program, I would go to my network. Who do you know that works at Google? I know from teaching college, four or five of my students work at Google. I think I could call any of them and say, hey, I know this is kind of crazy, but can you connect me with the person at Google that might sponsor a podcast? I don't know, Bob, I don't know who that is, but well, can you put me in touch with someone that might move me down the road? That's, so that's a great example where you would think it's completely far-fetched to even have the discussion with someone like Google some entity like Google, not a person. There's not a person, Google, just so we're clear. It, could sure. Be. actually, funny thing, I wrote a short story about 10 years ago that I never showed to anyone except my class. I was taking a fiction class and the story was about a guy at the start of Google who was the guy who cataloged everything. He worked in a basement and his boss kept coming, you have to do more, you have to do more, you have to do more. And this guy's like, but I'm trying to figure out what this, you know, art store should be categorized under. And his boss keeps saying, it doesn't matter. Just get it done. Just get it done. It was kind of, you know, tongue in cheek. Interesting. Yes.
1: Some side story. Uh,
0: <laughs> it can happen. <laughs>
1: well, and I think what happens is that when we're stuck, as we talked about last week, we can't come up with any of that as a solution. I mean, at least the Google search is a solution. It's taking a step. And then, you know, like many sometimes steps, they only get you more stuck um, because it doesn't necessarily provide you with further information. Whereas I think your network, and if you called somebody in your network and said, Hey, I'm looking for some, do you know anybody at Google ads? They'd be like, "Mm, no. I said, well, can you check your LinkedIn and just see if you're connected to anybody who knows anybody? And,
0: or I know someone at this marketing company and they probably deal with good ones. And it might be it might be six off, right? Correct. But I think the challenge, though, is in that situation, when I call someone and ask for help, I become very vulnerable. I'm admitting that I don't know all the answers. And there are times when that's difficult for me. I'm sure it's difficult for other people as well. That, you know, I own a business. I should be able to get in touch with the person at Google or if I tell my friend, hey, I'm trying to get in touch with someone at Google, they're going to be like, Bob, that's the craziest thing in the world. You're never going to be able to get in touch with someone at Google. That is silly. What were you thinking? I can't believe you even called me. However, that doesn't really happen. Most of the time, someone might be like, oh, that's interesting. Wow. If you think you can get to Google, I'd love to see this happen. How can I support you? I think we tend to Perceive our network as more negative towards what we're trying to accomplish than is really the case.
1: Well, and I think that I think it's even before that. I think it's the the way the process that you went through was like, I should know this. I don't need anyone else. And that's how we get stuck. And then and those people who have figured out the strategy that when I seem to be stuck, I'm turning to my network. To try to figure out who are the people who might be able to help me and the fact that we have a network that is much larger than we think because of all the people who are known by the people we know uh it is much broader than we may think and i think really understanding the the power and the leverage that your network provides you is a freeing Um, experience and an opportunity for you to not feel like anytime something comes up and you don't know who to go to, you're stuck.
0: I I would, you know, my one thing, if I may, is that I would encourage people to try to use their network. Like in the net before the end of the week, figure out something that you're stuck with and reach out to your network. That network could be your best friend. It could be your former boss. It could be your high school roommate that you haven't talked to or college roommate that you haven't talked to in 20 years. It could even be Tom or me. You could reach out to Tom or me and be like, hey, you guys seem like you know all this stuff. So who do you know that does this? Or how can I get to this place? Because you're right. When I've had success, it's come from the people in my network. One of my first clients with my company came from you referring me to a guy that you met an hour or two after I talked about what I did when we first got to know each other. That wouldn't have happened were it not for you. And so that starts that network. And I think if anyone watching this or listening to this right now really thinks about it, think about all the times your network has helped you in in ways that you probably haven't even taken the time to think about. You know, who's your car mechanic? Well, I go to this guy that my friend recommended. Who did who cut down your tree? Oh, my neighbor got their tree done. They had a really good experience, and so I used that company. Who's the person that got you know got the flowers for the wedding that you were at? Oh, well, it's a friend of my daughter. It's we do it without even thinking about it, I, and I think it really does free us uh, frees us of a lot of time and a lot of potential for things to not go well. Yes, so that's my one thing. How about you?
1: Uh, you know, I would mine. I think is similar, and that I that I think it's the you know that we have a lot of resources at our disposal that we don't often think about. One of them being our network, and the opportunity that that provides us is one that I think I think as you have said we don't leverage often enough, and, and so we end up in a state of being stuck, and when we can get more comfortable with our network is there because we have created some know, like, and trust with them. And so why wouldn't they want to help us with whatever it is that we might be feeling in need of or in, or stuck with as a way to say, you know what, I don't need to get stuck. I have a network that I can reach out to, and I'm pretty confident that they will help me identify, figure out what, to, uh, what I can do next. So there's no, so why worry about it? Just take the immediate, when I feel stuck is take the immediate step and know that I have this network. And when I leverage it, and so I'm free from the stuckness of whatever it was.
0: I like that. And if you're someone who feels stuck and you say, I don't have a network or I don't understand how this works. Tom or I would be happy to talk to you about what that looks like. Honestly, that's something that we've both shared with many, many people. And sometimes it's not until you get someone to explain it to you and like, oh, you mean that's my network? I didn't know that. Oh, that's not so bad. It tends to be scarier than it needs to be in a lot of cases. So if you want to talk to one of us, feel free to track down Tom or me. It's easy to do. You know how this world works. You can find us. Or you can go to RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com and schedule a meeting with one or the other of us.
1: Or if you don't know us, see if somebody in your network knows us.
0: Ooh, ooh there's, a, right?
1: there's an opportunity to have a different connection than just, just a blanket outreach. Uh,
0: not, not that, that we would correct. mind that. Correct.
1: And it would... And it would be looked at differently if it came from somebody that we knew. It's like, hey, you, it would be really great if you could talk to this person. They don't really know you, and they've heard you, and they think you could add value. And, and I know and like them and trust them and think that it would be beneficial for all around. So find ways to leverage that network. I like it. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us. If you have a one thing you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast where we know, unfortunately, there is no place to comment, Uh, we would encourage you to join us in our Sculpt Your Business, from chaos and confusion to confidence and control, Facebook group, where we are having these conversations, sharing thoughts and ideas, sharing our value, and also benefiting from others' value and creating a little bit
0: of a network. Like if you're there today, you can find out what people's go-to song is when they're trying to pump themselves up.
1: Yes, indeed. And, There might also be people in that group that would be valuable to have in your network. That's why we call it the Renegade Success Network. So we'd love to have you become a part of our community uh, and share your value and gain from the value of others. So we look forward to seeing you inside of that group or a part of our network. And if not today, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. ish Eastern Time for our next episode of Today's Antidote.
0: Hey, whatever you do with that network or by yourself, embrace the renegading you. It is so, so, so worth it. Three so's today, not five. Yesterday was five. Today it's only three. Why is that? I, I just, I felt like three. You're not as excited about it as you were last week? Yesterday? Sorry. No, nah, I just, it felt like three was enough for the occasion. Okay, fair enough. You know, you got the winds from the wildfires. It's just throwing me off a little. I understand. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks so much
1: for being with us. Go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. And now the best part of the show, Tom. Are you judging Here the comes? whole show? And now you're saying this
0: is. The Here best it comes. One? You know what it is. Come on. <laughs> Sculpt your business. Three words that could have so much power for you. Sculpt your business. Go from chaos and confusion to confidence and control. Those aren't words, folks. That's really what can happen. All you have to do is talk to Tom or me or go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com to see how you can sculpt your business to be the business of your dreams. Those are not words. That's actually reality. It's possible. We want to help you see it and achieve it.